Welcome to the Lila Life Show. This is your host, Linda Andrews, and thank you so much for tuning in. With any episode that we have, whether it's a solo cast or a guest expert interview, my intention is for you to be able to anchor into yourself, to ground into yourself, and to explore, whether that's a new concept, an idea, whether something's intuitive in you going off, or there's just something that you hadn't thought of in a different way before. I hope you get to explore curiously, to sense make, and to activate something in yourself that you hadn't had activated. Enjoy today's show. As always, please like, share, subscribe, do the thing, and we hope to help support you consciously up-leveling in your life and business, the Leela way. Welcome to the Leela Life Show. I'm your host, Linda Andrews, and I'm excited to share with you our special guest, Amy Wilson, a true health champion. She is a board-certified geriatric pharmacist, a certified fitness pro, a certified nutrition coach specializing in the faster way to fat loss. Amy, welcome to the show. I have more to say, but I want to take a breath there and let you in. Thanks for having me, Linda. This is going to be this is going to be a fun. This is going to be a fun conversation. I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah, you know, we have so many twists and turns, and a passion of mine, and I talk about this a lot on the show, is just supporting resiliency, supporting well-being of entrepreneurs. And you've lived that journey over thirty years experience, dedicated to helping people improve their health, conquer disease, find their path to fitness through nutrition and exercise. Two of my personal favorite passions. And uh, one of your superpowers in creating personalized health plans, which is, I think that individual and uniqueness and the unique challenges a person faces is so important. And you've seen firsthand how nutrition can transform lives and bring balance. So we're going to dive into all of that. I have so many questions for you. So again, welcome. Oh, I can't wait. Let's get started. This is going to be awesome. All right. So your background, just give me a little brief, how you got to where you are and why. Well, let's go back to when I was 16, maybe. Um, I started. (laughs) Sounds good. Um, Have to be somewhere. Right, right. So I grew, you know, unfortunately, I grew up with the diet industry and was always kind of working out, playing sports, and went to college as, as a pharmacy major and decided that, Hey, I didn't want to gain the freshman 15. So I went to a, to a, it was called rocket aerobics. I went to university of Toledo and we were the rockets and they called it rocket aerobics. And it was back in the days, you know, big hair, leotards, Jane Fonda, all that kind of good stuff. So I'm really dating myself, but that's okay. I always thought those would have been my glory years, but continue. It was so much fun. So much fun. So I was actually in the front row and someone said, Hey, would you like to be an instructor? And I'm thinking, uh, I had a job at the library that was absolutely horrible and what get paid to work out. Absolutely. And audition got it. So that kind of started my actual fitness professional, um, kind of in a role with the job you know, years, years down the road, I've had every certification um, known to man, except yoga. I will, I will say except yoga. And, but the problem was with doing that is that it kind of set me up for a, oh, let's outwork a bad diet Mm. and not realizing and working out all the time. And lo and behold, at 29, I blow my back out and had to have back surgery going to the neurosurgeon to have a conversation. He's like, 
you're a classic exercise addict. Um, what, what do you mean? Um, and I'm like, well, you know, Hey, at least it's exercise. It's something healthy. He's like, no, you don't understand. It's not. And I'm thinking, well, it's not cigarettes. It's not alcohol. It's not drugs. So, Hey, uh, okay, whatever, you know, just fix me so I can get back to where I was. He did fix me. He would think I learned my lesson. I didn't. Six weeks later, I'm back to teaching, back to working out. Because remember, this is the day of low fat. This is the day that we didn't really know about nutrition. We It was all these Atkins or low fat or doing this or, or point system, counting calories. We know so much more now. Fast forward, still teaching still kind of diving into nutrition because I'm getting more and more questions as a pharmacist with supplements and nutrition, got some nutrition certifications under my belt, but we still didn't know a lot. It was still kind of calories. It was still kind of not really focusing on the individual person either. We would have these programs that everybody's the same. Doesn't matter what height you are. Doesn't matter what sex you are. This is what it is. Well, you know, I'm thinking, okay, how is somebody I'm five, five, how is somebody five, eight, getting the same nutrition than I am, or somebody who's five foot getting the same nutrition as I am. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Uh, okay. Forties, 45. Hello, perimenopause. Really? Really? Started gaining the weight, started increasing inches. And I was teaching more classes than ever. I was working out. I was trying to do th programs that I had been certified in and nutrition programs I've been certified in and nothing was working. Okay. So I get it. I, I, I won the easy fix like everybody else does. Oh, let's try keto. Oh, let's try drinking this supplement. Let's try this. Well, they would work for a hot minute and then it would all come back and be worse. In the meantime, brain fog, um, my A1C, which is a diabetes marker was going up. I had that runs in my family. And, you know, I was like, this is ridiculous. And at the same time, I'm seeing people coming into my nursing homes with chronic diseases that are caused by nutrition. And I'm like, wait a minute, something, something's got to, we got to figure something out. I watched a couple of instructors who were friends of mine looking pretty amazing. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? And they were doing this program was called faster way to fat loss. And I'm like, Hmm, I watched them for another six months to eight months because I was watching them to fail. Seriously, because waiting for we, it, yeah. I was waiting for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. You know, they look amazing. Look amazing. Okay. Let's see in about six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks. When, when the weight starts coming back on, when they start looking horrible, I, sorry, friends, you know, I was, they knew I was doing this. Um, <laughs> I've come clean. Yeah. I've come clean. And the thing is they weren't, their skin glowed. They had muscle tone. They, they looked healthier than ever. And the thing is they didn't only look healthier than ever. They felt healthier than ever. And I'm like, okay, that's the problem that I have is that we're chasing skinny and then I'm not focusing on health. So I always say I took the Hail Mary pass. I'm like, what else do I have to lose? And here I am a pharmacist. I'm certified in like four other nutrition um, certifications and a fitness pro since I was 17, what are you going to teach me? Well, I had to eat crow because it was mind blowing. It was finally a program that put science together. It was finally a program that went, looked at individual needs. It was finally something that's like, Hey, you know, let's quit worrying about the scale. Let's, let's start focusing on healing from the inside out. It was crazy. I lost inches. I am here three and a half, four years later, not the yo-yo dieting is gone. It's gone. I haven't yo-yoed. 
Um, you know, it's like, it's not like taking one step forward, two steps back. I eat, I don't starve. My metabolism is better ever. The hot flashes are lower. Uh, the joint pain, brain fog, all that kind of stuff is just crazy gone because we, we think that it's caused by something else. We're like, oh my gosh, you know, we rationalize it. It's I'm stressed. And so the, on the entrepreneurial part of me was like, you know, I need to help other people. And I have done other where I was coaching before. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I need to help people. There are people like me, perimenopause, menopause, Mm -hmm. but there's also people that I need to prevent from going into my nursing homes, that they need to see the cause and effect of how we can decrease diabetes, decrease heart disease, and get healthier, especially in midlife, so that we're not ending up as a as a patient in a nursing home. So it's so that kind of like all my modalities came together, my fitness, wow. my nutrition, and my pharmacy. And then of course my entrepreneurial side. And I started my business, the nutrition coach pharmacist, um, so that I could help people get get healthy. And I feel like sometimes when we think of pharmacy, we're not necessarily immediately thinking nutrition and the the health side of things, you know. Unfortunately, it feels like it's been like this division within, and I love how you combined it. It's powerful. Healthcare is very division. It's it's like, okay, here's medicine mm-hmm. and oh yeah. Oh yeah. We kind of forget about the nutrition aspect, but I don't think that's on purpose. Mm-hmm. Doctors don't get very much education on nutrition pharmacists. We get very little too. It's if you go outside, go outside and really start looking at the nutrition. And I'm a pharmacist who doesn't want you on medication. Mm -hmm. Medication is a treatment. It's not a cure. Mm -hmm. And we have to understand that because we're in America, there's a pill for everything Mm -hmm. and understanding that that pill for everything can get us in trouble later in life. And the pill for everything, I think it's is it the average person is on three or six medications and then the contraindications of the medicines causing worse effects. These are things that scare me. I'm not on medicine, but well, I mean, three to six is very conservative because when they get to my point and they're coming into a nursing home, we're talking 25 plus. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I had with some family members, you know, it was like one medicine was giving issues and Mm -hmm. it took a whole series of appointments and doctors to understand what to titrate back. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, this, what, what is this helping or hurting at what point? And it's, it can be hard to know. Yeah. Uh, So many questions. So many, I'm curious about from this experience and why customization is so important and how you help support people in the customized element. And I have follow-up questions for that, but I would just love to hear you talk about like the need for the customization. So we're all different. We Mm. have, you know, we're built different. We have different demands on our body. Somebody might be, you know, maybe they're on their feet 24 seven. Maybe they're, maybe they have a job that's very active wise. Maybe you're sitting all day. Maybe you are just going through perimenopause. Maybe you, maybe you've been working out like a fiend for so long. Mm -hmm. And so it all comes down to the basics, which is the same, which is Mm -hmm. eating real food. Mm -hmm. I mean, it all comes down to that, but Mm -hmm. it's on how much, and that's where I say the customization is too, because 
Okay. Back in the day, we're all, I think we're all, um, at least all females, we're all guilty of this. Cosmo, glamour, self mm -hmm. has a diet, eat this, 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 and this. Okay. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what, how, what, how hot, how tall you are. It doesn't matter how active you are. We're all going to eat this. Okay. Well, if you don't like salmon, you're not going to eat it. And that's the customization also because it has to work with your life. If it doesn't, mm. you're not going to continue this. Mm -hmm. And the other thing too, is to realize that there's balance and you have to find balance because I am a chocolate chip cookie girl. <laughs> I need to have a chocolate chip cookie in my life every once in a while. And it's also when we're almost like a perpetual two-year-old when things are taken away from us, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want that candy. I want that cookie. And when we think we can't have something, then we get obsessed that we need that or we need it even more, especially now it's the holidays. I talk to my clients on how we're going to manage the holidays. I have, uh, I have, I'm a virtual uh, coach. So I have clients everywhere, all the United States. I even have clients in Europe and it's in, we have to manage on how we deal with the holidays, finding balance, understanding that yes, it's okay to have treats or enjoy the holidays. And you'll be okay with that because you're not going to go hog wild. It's not, November 1st. And you're like, oh, okay. I'll just wait till January to start over again. Cause you <laughs> found weeks. that balance, right. right? You found that balance and you understand how nutrition works and how it works with your body that you're going to make better choices. And everybody's different. Some people's triggers, chocolate, some people's trigger is pizza. And you have to look at the behaviors Mm -hmm. And you have to look at what their habits are. And that's where the individualization comes from. And then also looking at what kind of nutrition needs do they need? And from male to female, you know, one thing that I've lightly understood with myself is my monthly hormonal cycle and how like stress during different parts of the month and eating certain things can feel different. How does that influence the way you care for your clients? It's funny because- Males and females, this is the biggest difference. Females, we put emotion into our eating. Mm. Men, a lot of times it's just food. Mm -hmm. um, now there are some who do binge. There are mm -hmm. some who do get, have an emotional connection with food. Females, mm -hmm. we do have an emotional connection with food. We have emotional connection with dieting. We have emotional connection, uh, whether it's a good relationship or bad relationship with food. Mm -hmm. And it sometimes it's our comfort. Sometimes it's what we go to for stress. As sometimes it's just because we're bored and it's getting to the bottom of that and understanding, okay, our hormones are going on. Is it because you're not fueling your body properly that that's why you're craving or something going on with your hormones that maybe you need some magnesium, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, I need chocolate, I need chocolate. Well, that could be, you need some magnesium mm -hmm. and, and understanding what's going on and how to, I don't like to say balance hormones because they're not balanced. They're optimized. And, mm -hmm. and working with real food, I will tell you that if you are constantly hitting sugar, constantly eating ultra processed foods, that sends confusing signals to the brain. And so where it might feel like, especially with pe people who are PMS, I'll get a, that a lot with my clients. Like mm -hmm. my PMS is so much better. I don't understand why these things are what's going on. It's like, well, your gut microbiome's in check now, and you're fueling your body with what it needs that your brain and your hormones can actually function better. And you are going to see a result of that. And, you know, 
yeah, PMS sometimes sucks. Menopause, I'm not going to lie. Perimenopause and menopause is not fun, but mm-hmm. there are ways to make it less intense. It's good to know. I don't know. I'm 36 right now. And I'm like, huh, menopause, perimenopause, like that's on the horizon. If I get to live to that point, knock on wood. Right. So it's like, what can I be doing now to prepare my body and optimize my body going into that? And I might be early, but I hear kind of crazy things because of so many hormone disruptors in the world that some of these changes are happening in different ways and uh, plastics and VPA and everything else. And yes, and, mo- and a lot of times perimenopause will start around 35, mm-hmm. not that you're going to go full, mo- full blown menopause, but mm-hmm. a lot of the changes do start happening around 35. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and you think about all our food changes for females, everything in our body type changes, mm-hmm. all are hormonal. We're young. Mm-hmm. We get our period and then, then, then it's baby time. And then it's perimenopause and, it's, and all those kind of landmarks, mile markers cause issues with how our body is. The, the sugar element, I had heard that one four sugar is the equivalent of one sugar cube. And I look at, you know, anything that has 16 grams of sugar, let's say it's like granola. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm eating granola. And it's like, you just ate four sugar cubes. Yeah. These things that are quote unquote healthy, healthy and how sneaky the sugar is. You know, I'd imagine that the sugar connection is driving a lot of the health challenges for people. But do you want to talk about the sneakiness of sugar and like what to combat, how to combat that? So you have to go back what happened, why sugar is in everything. In mm-hmm. the 70s, there were a lot of heart attacks mm-hmm. and they looked at it and they said, oh my God, it's because there's so much fat that we have to take all the fat out. That's causing mm-hmm. the issue. And the marketing departments of these companies were like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Okay, let's make everything low fat and fat free. But if you take fat out, you still have to replace it with something that's flavorful, income sugar. So added sugar started late seventies, eighties, and it's in everything. And what they found out was, Hey, this kind of causes some nice addiction and it will make you want to buy even more, which is crazy, but that's what people do. There's, there's scientists who are, who are employed by these companies and they look at mouthfeel, they look at taste, they look at things that are going to get you to keep buying this. Mm-hmm. It's crazy where sugar is because you have to look at healthy. If it's low mm-hmm. fat or fat free, I want to say chemicals. It's just like it's chemicals, yeah. chemicals, chemicals, just mm-hmm. stay away. But you also want to believe is how much is in regular ketchup, how what's in your salad dressing, what's in your healthy granola. And looking at that added sugar. And I always say, you know, if you can say less than five grams per serving, you're, you're doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, is it, is it Prego that has a ton of, it's, it's, you're thinking, Oh, I'm doing good. It's, it's spaghetti sauce. Look at that. Yes. Is there, and is there natural sugars in some things? Absolutely. And natural sugar is okay. But what we're looking at is the added sugar. Mm-hmm. Is it high fructose corn syrup? Is it added other kinds of sugar in 
in those process. So I would, I would challenge anybody, go to your refrigerator and start looking at your ingredients, go to your pantry, look at your ingredients. You'll be like, OMG, I, you don't realize it. You think you're buying healthy and you just don't realize it. We were at Costco, um, a, several months ago and there was this chicken salad. Okay. 17 grams of protein. That's what it has. And my mm -hmm. husband's like, okay, well, I want you to look at the ingredients because you know better than me. Turn. Why does chicken salad have eight grams of sugar in it? Why is sugar is even in the chicken <laughs> Two sugar salad? cubes. Two sugar right? cubes. <laughs> right? And that's per serving. And a serving right. was like a half cup. It wasn't much. So why do you need that sugar in there. That was just like, I'm like, nope, put it back. <laughs> Do you, like what's your, what's your answer? It, it sounds like it's the addictive, like marketing piece. Like, did we just get so used to that as a country and world that that's the why is just like, we kind of let it get to that point. Just see in the food standards abroad versus the US, it, it's crazy to me. Like, I think Europe has a whole different set of food standards. And then you can't get the same ketchup here in Europe. That's for sure. No, you don't have the high, high fructose corn syrup. Ireland has a sugar tax. So if you want something sweet or they, they call them sweets, if you want something like candy, you're going to pay a higher, higher price because of the sugar tax. I think it's because we have been accustomed to sugar. Now mm -hmm. sugar lights are bringing up just as much as cocaine does. Mm -hmm. And that's always the biggest thing. When I am coaching somebody and we start getting rid of ultra processed foods because ultra processed foods tons of added sugar, tons of chemicals. Mm. And all of a sudden they're like, wait a minute, blueberries taste like candy. Grapes mm. taste like candy. How is that? Because we've been accustomed to our taste buds wanting this added sugar. It's kind of like when you have a smoker and the smoker stops smoking and then their taste buds kind of start coming back alive and they start mm -hmm. tasting food for the first time because they don't have that, that nicotine. And it's the same thing. Get rid of that ultra processed foods and your body's like, Hmm. And then the other thing too, is that all of a sudden the leptin, which is a hormone ghrelin, which is another hormone can start working. You start having the signals to your body about when you're hungry, when you're not hungry. And that all has to do with those ultra processed foods and added sugar. The ghrelin, that's a big one for hunger. If I'm correct. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then the regular, like the added sugar versus the artificial sweeteners, you were talking about the chemicals and we can kind of segue this in with the BPAs, which I know are completely different, but this like artificial layer of toxicity getting into the food. I don't know if people understand that that's even happening. This mark is healthy. That's, that's why it's, it's <laughs> right. So yeah, you know, sugar-free. Okay. What's in it? Splenda equals saccharin. Well, not so much saccharin anymore, but you're going to aspartame K. And then why am I getting headaches? Why are my joints hurting? And understanding that just because something's sugar-free, that that's not necessarily healthy either. And mm -hmm. looking at how much of that process, how much of that chemicals are you ingesting? And, and I, and I know, it, and, and I'm like, I, I know it's hard. Uh, when I have clients, I'm like, okay, let's get rid of the diet Coke. Let's get rid of the, let's get, I'm from Ohio. So pop, get rid of the pop. And that's really difficult at first because that is kind of a crutch or that you are addicted to it, mm -hmm. but they start feeling better and like, wow, this daily headache's gone or wow, my joints feel better. And, you know, 
I do say, okay, let's, let's look at stevia. Let's look at monk fruit as some options. Mm -hmm. Um, we used to say erythritol, but now it looks like erythritol might actually kind of gunk up your blood to say it kind of Mm -hmm. blood clotting. And that's, that's one study that came out looking at for more studies. And you have to be careful though, because erythritol is usually paired with stevia or monk fruit. So a lot of products will say it's stevia, but it really is stevia and erythritol. Mm. That's stevia. I I have a very like strong aversion to it. It's a, so I'm sure plenty of people can't taste it, but I'm like, Oh, it's like, I got to get it out of my mouth immediately. It's a very strong taste for me. I think it's like cilantro, you know, cause some people like love cilantro and Uh. then there's other people. It's like, no, it's so I have friends and clients the same way. It's like, they just like that. This is bitter. They just, it, they, they taste the aftertaste. It tastes like chemicals to them. That's what yeah. it, it's just chemical. Yeah. And yeah. so the, I saw something today was talking about the BPAs with autism and I want to say ADHD. And I'm sure as the next hundred years play out, we'll, know so much more. It feels like there's this exponential awareness coming through science. I feel really excited about it. Uh, but do you do any work with your clients around the toxins just in general and how that can be playing a role in their overall health? Not a lot because, you know, when I'm getting somebody, we are just really trying to focus on getting their nutrition and that's hard just getting Mm -hmm. nutrition. And then, um, what will happen after it's, it's a six week group, also six week one-on-one coaching. And then they go into what's called VIP where they continue with me, the continuation. Yes. We'll start looking at other things. Okay. So, Hey, maybe start using glass dishes instead of, of, of the, um, Oh, what are the takeaways? Rubbermaid takeaways, all that plastic. And, and it's hard because try to get rid of plastic, try not to go to the grocery store and get something that is packaged in plastic. It, it's, it's difficult. We're getting better. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of awareness now mm-hmm. and that is helping, but I think that's what we're also seeing in hormones, especially with menopause and perimenopause and estrogen that some of these mm-hmm. BPAs are probably disrupting or causing more issues. Okay. Yeah, that it, it just happened to be timely. So figured I'd, I'd yeah. go there. Um, okay. Eating less and moving more. This sounds like maybe a path that you personally were on oh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I, I, yeah. I guess it, it's almost, I don't know, that feels like very the Cosmo magazine. Like it was kind of like that was a part of that culture. Uh, so why doesn't that work? <laughs> well, and and this is... I'll get people who say, you know, I used to be on a diet and it would come right off and it just doesn't work anymore. And I'm like, yeah, we set ourselves up for failure. We really mm-hmm. did, mm-hmm. but we didn't. And, and, and I don't want anybody to think like, oh, really? You didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. We were mm-hmm. only as smart as what we're taught. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we're taught that in order to lose weight, you got to keep it out. Don't eat it. And mm-hmm. you have to work out more. The problem with that is it comes back down to science and actually how our bodies work, which is amazing that we're finally getting all this science and data and understanding how all of the systems and the chemical processes work in our body. So when you don't fuel your body enough, your body still has to function. And everybody always said, oh, don't eat, you burn fat. No, 
It doesn't work that way, unfortunately, because we all be a size two, right? If it worked, that's what I always tell my clients. If it worked, you want to be here. The thing is, is that did you burn some fat? You did, but it was a lot of muscle that you burn. And we need muscle. We don't need to be Arnold. You're not going to be Arnold. We need muscle though, because muscle is going to protect our skeletal system. And guess what? Muscles are metabolism. Muscles are fountain of youth. So all these yo-yo dieting every single time that you're like, okay, I'm going to starve myself. I'm going to hit the gym. I'm going to do three classes. And you think that you're doing everything right. And then I would say you come Betty White moment, you know, you're hangry and now you want the mm. Snickers bar and you want everything. Mm. You have a wooden empty leg that you just, you just binge. It sets you up for failure each and every time. So each and every time you lost muscle, you slowed down your metabolism. So that's why that diet was harder and harder and didn't work after a while. Cause your body's like, mm -mm, I'm holding on. I'm not doing anything. And then it gets smart and says, you know what? You're starving me. I'm just going to hold on to fat. I'm just going to hold on to everything. And then it's frustrating because you're like, I'm not eating. I don't know what's going on. I'm doing all these classes and I'm getting bigger. And it's because we have increased our cortisol, our stress hormone. We're not sleeping. So we've increased our insulin resistance. We've decreased our insulin sensitivity. Our ghrelin and leptin hormones are just totally out of whack. And things just aren't working. Our body needs a certain amount of nutrition. It does. We are one period. chemical period. It doesn't matter. You know, it, it does. If you're four foot, five foot, six foot, your body is going to need a certain amount of nutrition. Everybody's like, Oh, 1200 calories. Oh no, it's not. We need to quit, quit looking at calories. We have to look at the actual ingredients of food. We need to look at macronutrients, which is proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a certain amount. As we get older for women, we actually need more protein mm -hmm. and that's going to help us one, keep our muscle and then also be able to build muscle, which is so important. So when we're doing the 1200 calorie diet and we're just looking at calories, I'll get that all the time. It's like, oh, but I'm eating clean and I'm not eating that much. And, and, but I can't get any results. And I'm like, okay, so what are you eating? Lots of vegetables, this or that. And I think they're eating them. Okay. Let's, let's pare it down and see actually what your percentage is of what you're eating. One, it's usually less than a thousand to 1200 calories. Mm -hmm. Two, it might be a lot of diet food. So you're like, oh, but I'm doing the Weight Watchers meals or, the, or Lean Cuisines or Healthy Choice. Ultra processed foods right mm. there, ultra processed foods. And then they're barely getting any protein. And so, yeah, they might be thinking that they're eating clean, but they're really not serving their body with what it needs. When they start fueling their body with what it needs, and it's a lot more food than what they thought it was. Because when you start eating real food and you start eating the amount that you need, like a Snicker bars is what, 250, 300 calories. Mm. Okay. So you can have a chicken breast, a good side salad, maybe some broccoli and some rice, all for that same amount of calories, mm -hmm. but so much more nutrition. And several years ago, it was like, everybody's like, Oh, it doesn't matter. You know, it all comes down to how many calories you have per day. It doesn't matter where the source is. It totally matters where the source is because our body is a chemical. It's a chemistry lab. It needs the fuel. It needs the things that go make our body go boom. And, I'm, I'm, and that means that Hey, I need this vitamin, this micronutrient in order to have this chemical reaction. I need this fat in order to make these hormones. And we totally forgot that. I don't know if we forgot it or just didn't realize it, 
but the quality of food and how much it's amazing what happens because then you start losing chronic inflammation. Then you start feeling better and you pair that with a, a decent, I want to say not something that you're working out three hours a day because we don't need to 30 mm-hmm. minutes, lifting some weights, all of a sudden you start building muscle and you got rid of the scale. I'm going to tell you right mm-hmm. now, get rid of the scale. And it's been focusing. gone for a while. Yes. And then all of a sudden the inflammation's gone. You feel better. The headaches are gone. Your genes zip up better. Mm-hmm. And you may not, maybe, maybe one or two pounds, maybe five pounds mm-hmm. that you lost. And, I, and I'll get that. It's like, but, 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 but I only lost. Yeah. But how many inches did you lose? Well, I've lost 20 some inches. Okay. Let's go. It's like, <laughs> see, because if, when we got on the scale roller coaster, every mm-hmm. time we thought that number was going down, we thought it was body fat. It was mostly muscle. It wasn't all body fat. It was mostly muscle, which is why when you start eating again, it comes on much quicker mm-hmm. because you slowed your metabolism down. And that's frustrating. That is frustrating. And it, what it sounds like though, is that that can that process of slowing the metabolism down, it can be reversed through putting in these different practices and different relationships yeah. with food. It, will it ever be what it was? Can it get even better than it was? Absolutely. Cause this so is a stu- hope question. Yeah, there's a hope. So <laughs> yeah. there is a recent study and I don't, and I would like to know if it was done with male and, and females, because a lot of studies that are done are just with men. And a mm-hmm. study was just done recently that said that our metabolisms really don't start going down until after the age of 65. Wow. And I'm sure every female is going, Oh, but, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> but here's the deal. We cause our metabolism to decrease. We mm-hmm. caused it by overworking out under eating. So when you under eat and you're not feeling your body, remember I said, you're going to start burning muscle. Well, now you pair that with going to classes all the time or running miles or mm-hmm. burpees or whatever you're thinking that you're doing, your body's still going, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't have any, we don't have the feed energy me. feed me. Right. So it, it, it needs amino acids. It needs things. So where's it going to take it from? It's going to take it from the bones. It's going to take it from the muscle. It's going to hold on to the fat. And we're like, it's just not fair. It's, it's not. And yeah, so it's just, it's crazy. Don't, and everybody's like, well, if I only knew, yeah, it wasn't our fault, but here's what we can do mm-hmm. to reverse all of that now. So now we fuel our body. Mm-hmm. Now we start lifting weight so that we can add that muscle. But here is, here's the caveat guys. It's not Amazon prime. It doesn't come in two days. It is a mind numbing, slow process sometimes, but you Mm -hmm. have to embrace the journey. You have Mm -hmm. to embrace the new, the change and understand there's a greater purpose in what you're doing. And that you may not see the results tomorrow. You may Mm -hmm. not see it in three weeks because it might take six weeks. It might take six months because you're going to heal the body from the inside out. And you're going to allow your body to finally trust you because it's been Mm. so used to having to be going, wait, what's she doing? She's not feeding us again. All right. Let's, let's, let's pull back. It's like almost self-abandonment. Yeah. Yeah. And so once you start taking care of everything, it it's like, for me, it was six months because once I hit six months, there was one month I lost seven inches from my hips. Wow. What? And that was, that was six months after starting this. It was because Mm -hmm. I I love, um, atomic habits, um, 
James Clear because he yeah. talks about he talks about an ice cube. You know, an ice cube doesn't just go from a solid to a liquid state. Mm-hmm. We think it does, but it's really that chemical reaction that happens at 26, 27, 28, 29. The molecules start moving and everything starts getting bigger and and faster and it's it's going up to 32, 33. Okay. Now you're a liquid. It's the same with us. Things mm-hmm. are building every single day. It's just all of a sudden we may see it come to fruition several weeks, maybe months later. I love that because it's like you're two, three weeks in, it hasn't changed. You give up and you kind of can stick in that cycle. Yeah. Um, I, th- I have a few questions. One is about the role of alcohol in overall well-being from your lens okay people aren't gonna like me (laughs) I I haven't drank for years I used to have some challenges with alcohol and uh I just I had gotten into a good place but just still didn't feel good like I'd get headaches I just didn't feel good and I it was almost oh I think almost two years ago I was just like I had my last seltzer drink at a football game and I haven't drank since and it was very intuitive and I feel amazing and it's just a funny it was a funny process to go through that Mm -hmm. but I feel like looking back at times when it was either so habitual or I think that's really it like it's so habitual so societal um there's so many different layers and angles even maybe ancestral like that's what you grew up seeing over to you on alcohol. Okay. So, you know, if, especially if you're a female, especially if you're an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. because sometimes that's self-medicating is Mm -hmm. that, wow, life is busy. This is crazy. It's the one thing I can do that brings me some joy and I can, can just have some downtime. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that your body sees alcohol as, as a drug, as the, as an outside source, kind of like enemy. So it's like, Hey, oh, hey, we're shutting everything off, putting everything towards the liver, get this stuff out now. And for females, one that's not going to help you lose weight at Mm -hmm. all. It's going to keep you fluffy. It's also going to increase chronic inflammation. It's going to help. It's going to cause increase in stress Mm -hmm. to the body, increased chances of disease. And that's exactly what we don't want. Now, can you put it in there like every once in a while. Mm. Sure. Where, where it gets, you may still realize that, Hey, you know what? I don't need it anymore. Mm. Especially Mm. if you're using it for emotional or behavioral Mm -hmm. and it just know that it doesn't serve the body. Remember I talk Mm. about chemical reactions. It doesn't do anything to help you. And I, you know, I totally get where it's, but life is stressful. It's, it's crazy. And maybe finding something else. And I always tell people, it's like, you know, sometimes it's just the, it's just the sitting down with that wine glass. That Mm -hmm. is the, take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. So add maybe some sparkling water or something else. Mm -hmm. And it's that, it's, it's that behavior of sitting down, the ritual that will help you. It's not necessarily having the alcohol part Mm -hmm. and, or, you know, maybe replacing it with tea doing something different that you mm-hmm. change that kind of not so healthy habit for something that's a little bit more that will serve you and healthier. Yeah. I love that. Um, you talked, you talked about the chemical process and you brought up the macro and the micronutrients. 
I feel like sometimes in like the macro lens that the micronutrients can get overlooked. This was something that clicked really big for me is like how nutrient dense is whatever I'm choosing to consume. Like that was Mm -hmm. a big, that was like, whoa, I hadn't really thought about that. And I had gotten really into paleo for a while in my early twenties, actually won a paleo competition. Oh, Uh, (laughs) But the role of micronutrients and just that understanding of the macro and the importance of the micro as a part of the macro. Well, you can't... (sighs) So you can macro track and Mm -hmm. not be good, meaning that you could be using all ultra processed foods, right? Mm -hmm. So you could be, you know, you could be doing protein bars. Which is not what you're recommending. Right. You could do protein bars. I can go to McDonald's and I, and I could probably figure out how to make them work with my macronutrients. Mm -hmm. But once again, you need the chemical processes Mm -hmm. and you need the precursors and everything else to help with what's going on inside. And I kind of look at this way, if you're a car and I don't know what kind of car you want to be, but think very high end, it might be Be a Bentley, come on, Bentley. There you go. Let's go. (laughs) You are not going to pull up into the gas station, get regular. Mm. It's not. You're going to get whatever the manufacturer said that you need to get. And it's probably one of the higher ends. Otherwise, okay, I'm cheap. I'm going to go with the regular. Well, I'm not going to make it down the block. So it's kind of the same way. If I'm eating okay food or not really okay food, but it's, it's meeting my macronutrients per se, but I'm not looking at the quality of food, Mm -hmm. then it's not doing me any good. And we need that quality of food. We need those micronutrients. We need that fiber for our gut microbiome. We call that kind Mm -hmm. of like the second brain. We know that now that bacteria is good. Back in the day, we thought every bacteria needed to be wiped out, that that was horrible. (laughs) Now we realize that, Hey, we actually need this bacteria and it does, it serves a purpose. And the purpose it serves is that we know it helps with depression. It helps with anxiety. There's possibly a correlation between dementia and Alzheimer's with gut microbiome. Uh, We do know that with ultra processed foods that we are seeing higher incidence of colon cancer. And that's probably due to the lack of fiber the lack of micronutrients. And so it's looking at the quality of food along Mm. with the macronutrients, they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say real food, whole food, real food, shop the perimeter of the grocery store. If it's, it's, it's meat, it's fish, it's chicken, it's vegetables, it's grains. And yes, bananas are fine. Rice is fine. Mm -hmm. Sweet potatoes, potatoes are fine because those do have fiber. They have micronutrients in it. It's once again, it's the amount that you, that you ingest, that's going to help keep your blood sugar stable. That's going to help keep you healthy. You, when we're talking about like women and men's differences and the role of protein, I see continuously, I I'm actually a plant-based trained chef. And I'm really, I'm very passionate about soil quality and Mm -hmm. having access to high quality produce. Yeah. Uh, But this notion when you're eating more vegetarian, plant-based, even vegan, sometimes the opportunity to get the protein in can be more challenging. Do you work with vegans and vegetarians and how do you help them understand, Hey, you do need to prioritize this protein need. Yeah. So it's, you know, of course it's looking at, it's looking at beans, it's looking at high protein vegetables. It's looking at maybe, maybe we do 
supplement with a vegan protein powder, like a pea powder. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I, I love tofu. I know some people don't, but I like tofu. Uh, yeah. You know, everyone's like, Oh, it's gross. No, tofu takes on any flavor that you You may not be cooking it. Right. Right. You're probably not cooking. Right. If you're just taking out the package and and thinking that's how you're going to eat it. No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, And so, you know, you definitely can, um, I have several vegans right now who I'm coaching and, the one thing that they didn't realize is because you can be vegan and not be healthy. Mm-hmm. You can be vegetarian mm-hmm. and not be healthy. And, and like someone's, Oh, but and the, almost impos- the, the low key, like still starving yourself sometimes is happening. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And, or it's, well, I just eat potato chips all day, or mm-hmm. I have this and then there's, there's ultra processed vegan food mm-hmm. impossible burgers. One of them, um, which I believe that- their stocks down right now. So Oops. okay. Yeah. Sorry guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's, is that a, something that you could have every once in a while? Absolutely. But yeah. that's not once again, where you should be getting all your nutrition needs. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's very possible to be vegan mm-hmm. and, and still, okay. I honestly think there is DNA that some people like I've tried to be vegan. It, I need, I absolutely need meat. I love, I would love to be vegan. It just mm-hmm. doesn't work for me, but then Same. I have friends who are vegan and Mm. they can't eat meat. It just doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And then there's a whole nother thing called alpha gal syndrome, um, which is a tick bite that will make you and force you to be vegan. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. It makes you where you were actually allergic to mammal products. Wow. That's, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Bring you back for that one. (laughs) That's a whole nother one. Uh, So yeah, I, you know, it's, it's definitely possible. And once again, it's individualized. So if you are Mm -hmm. vegan, okay, we can make you the most healthy vegan. And if you eat carnivore, then we're going to make you, cause I'm not going to say eat red meat every day. Mm -hmm. No, we're, we're going to go for chicken, fish, turkey, um, eggs, egg whites, that kind of thing. And, Mm -hmm. and make you healthy whether you're carnivore or whether you're vegan. I love that. Thank you. Um, okay. What I want to know is why millennials and Gen X are ending up in nursing homes. Because of how they're eating. It's just, it's, that is exactly what it is. So I um, do admission reviews for a lot of my facilities. And when I see these dates of birth that come in and I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? You know, some of them, some of them are because of a car accident or something like that. Mm-hmm. But when it's renal disease, diabetes, and that's, and those are the big ones, um, strokes Mm -hmm. and heart disease. It all comes down to, I'll go through what's called the history and physical and look at everything that's been going on. It's been, you know, been type two diabetes for, since they were 18, didn't take care of themselves that, and that's what we are seeing is that we have an obesity epidemic. We have a, I would say malnutrition epidemic mm-hmm. because people are overweight, mm-hmm. but they're underfed, meaning that they mm-hmm. are not getting the nutrition that they need. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're seeing, you know, unfortunately we're seeing younger and younger people. You would think that, you know, the nursing homes were 80, 90s, a hundred people, a hundred year olds. No, it's, it's forties and fifties and, yeah, and, I don't- and the millennials, the thirties. <laughs> Yeah. I, I read that and I was like, what, this doesn't seem right. I, I had, had not heard that yet. And I, I don't know, I, I was, it makes sense. And I think there is a stigma that nursing homes are for when you're older. And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, wait, what? I know we're getting close to our close here. I, I think this is a fun topic to end on with the 
pharmaceutical craze that's going on with weight loss drugs such as Ozempic. Uh, is it Wyobi? Is Wyobi? Wyobi. Um, how much I know. I'm. We've been eating more Wagyu. There's a nice place by us that you can get Wagyu. So I'm like Wagyu. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Anyway, my understanding is that these drugs are kind of like the AI of drugs and they are powerful and they are exponentially powerful, meaning that they are working better than ever with a caveat of like, you may not be able to get off of them. I'm just curious if you have any thoughts about the different drugs that are coming to market and uh, if you have any public service announcements. You yeah. Let me get this. my soapbox here. Yeah. Okay. So these are called GLP ones, which is glucagon like peptide one. It is a hormone that naturally occurs in your gut that does help with blood sugar with insulin. And it does help with making you feel full. Mm. Okay. That's what it does normally. So now we are, now we're bringing it into our system with an injection. Does it have a place in diabetes? Absolutely. You know, there are some people who just need to have that extra little oomph to get their blood sugar under control. Here's the problem I have with the medication that is becoming a boutique drug, meaning that there's, you know, back in the day when it was all Botox and Dysport and that kind of thing. And they had these little boutiques everywhere to get that. Now there's little boutiques everywhere to get Ozempic. Monjero, Wagovi. Not only that, I think it was all over my Facebook feed yesterday. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like everything. extra hey, trending. Yeah. You want to, oh, you want to order this right here, you know, without, without, without seeing a doctor. Okay. That is scary. So the ad, ad money, the ad money's there. It's crazy. So here's the problem I have with this medication being used for a boutique to lose weight. There's always a side effect. And that's what people have to understand. There's always a side effect just because it says I'm going to lose weight and you see it with your neighbor, your sister or whatever. You're like, oh my God, but they've lost all this weight. Okay. Here's what's going on. They're not hungry. They're not eating. So automatically they're losing weight. Remember we talked about how much you have to fuel your body and lift weights. Mm -hmm. That's not happening. They're not hungry. They're not eating. They're not fueling their body. There are a small amount who's actually doing this right. And they are fueling their body. They're lifting, but that's not the majority. Mm -hmm. So what happens is you're losing muscle. What happens is you are now losing muscle. And because you're not eating, it's, you're also leaching things from your bones. You're, mm -hmm. you're becoming skinny fat really is what's going on. Mm -hmm. And there's two things I have issues with one. We have a psychological addiction going on. Cause I was talking to someone last week who had a client that she's lost 30 pounds on it. She can't get off the couch. She has no energy, but she doesn't want to stop the medication Wow, because she's lost 30 pounds. And so we had that psychological addiction. The other problem that it causes, it can cause the slow down of your, of your stomach, your GI tract, which is why you're not hungry, but it can mm -hmm. cause a total paralysis of it, which is called gastroparesis. Wow that's not a good thing. And it's not reversible oh. from what we're seeing. And, you know, I always thought when I joked, when it first came out, I'm like, Oh, we're going to start seeing the, Hey, have you been on this medication? Call 1-800, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, personal always, injury attorneys right, are like, yeah, line it up. Already seeing the class action lawsuits. So we're already yeah. seeing that. And then my other issue is that 
there's a thing called frailty. As you get older, you see older people, they might be looking just weak and maybe, maybe shoulders are hunched. Maybe they're shuffling. That's called frailty. That is directly corresponding to your bones and your muscle. So if we're losing our muscle and our bones, we're, we're, yeah, we may see decreased diabetes, decreased hypertension, decreased heart disease, but we're replacing it Mm-hmm. with other disease states, including frailty. And if you fall, you know, if you're 35 and fall and break your hip because of that frailty, mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, shouldn't be happening for years down the road, not at 35. And that, you know, going to the orthopedist to have a hip replacement or your knee done or whatever, as a result of the frailty, you just have to understand how you're becoming the product for some kind of circle or cycle that you may yeah. not want to be a part of. So, yeah. and, and I, and I get it. We all, I, I want the easy button. We all want the easy button. We do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's the right Especially way. Especially because we've been right. Primed, literally primed, like Amazon prime for the easy right. button. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Man. Yeah. So that's, that's, I'll get myself. Thank you, here. Amy. Yeah. <laughs> That, no, I appreciate it. This is important and timely. I feel like every week I listen to it more on the venture side and I'm like, oh boy, here we go. And I was just like, this is not going to be great. And they're becoming the side effects that could be worse than what it was there from the beginning. So yeah, thank you for speaking to that. Before we close, I would love if you want to share any closing thoughts. And I know you offer virtual nutrition and the fitness coaching. So the best way for people to find you and also just a final closing note that's like your favorite maybe starting message or thing that someone needs to remember as we wrap today so i kind of have two messages one is stop chasing skinny and start chasing and look looking for health and strength because that Mm. is what happens but everybody's asked me so what's the secret sauce Mm. what will get me there and my answer to that is you you are the secret sauce because if you decide that you want something, anything's possible. You are the secret sauce. And if you would like to find me, um, the best place is actually to go to my website because you can get my Instagram and YouTube and you can contact me. Um, and that is at amykwilson.com. That's A-M-Y-K-W-I-L-S-O-N.com. And if you would like to have a free kind of like download, you can go to amykwilson.com slash podcast. And there is a free download for you. Thank you. We'll make sure to have that in the show notes. And again, Amy, thank you so much for sharing this time today and everyone for tuning in to the Lila Life Show. Please like, subscribe, share. I'm sure there was one takeaway that was your golden nugget. So be sure to share that with a friend and we'll see you next week on the show. Thanks for tuning into our show today. Please like, share, subscribe, send to a friend, give the review. And always, if you have feedback, we want to hear team at lelalife.co. Feel free to email us and follow us on social. You can reach us there. Sending you blessings as always. Much love.